Hi, welcome to another episode of the Here's Hope podcast. My name is Elisa Ayala. This show is dedicated to silencing anxiety and any other mental barrier that keeps you from living the life that you dream of. I got to tell you, I've been loving having conversations with people on this podcast about mindset and mental health and achieving our goals and doing something great, something meaningful and purposeful with our lives. It just keeps me inspired and motivated, and I really hope that it's doing that for you as well. In this week's episode, I sat down with Samantha Campos. We had a few dance classes together, and she is also a psychology major. She shares her journey with mental health and her spirituality. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so I just kind of wanted to reach out because I know, like, I've seen your posts, like, I follow you, mm-hmm. and you go to the Highland, you said, church? Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that Christian? Yeah, so it's a, it's a Christian uh, Foursquare church. Yeah, but yeah, no, I wanted to reach out because, um, like, I'm a psycho- psychology major too, and mm-hmm. right now I'm just deciding if I want to go for my master's or not. <laughs> just like $40,000, I'm like, I want to have that kind of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, so I'm kind of taking a little break, and I'm just doing my own thing, but still, like, psychology-focused. Related. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, about helping people, and because I think mental health is everything. I think mm-hmm. it's, like, the foundation, because it affects, like, your relationships, your family, your personal life, and then, yeah, like, everything. Like, if you're not okay, you're not going to be okay in whatever else you do. Yeah, that's my whole thing, and so I wanted to start a podcast, like, based around that idea, and that mm-hmm. no matter how screwed up you think you are, whether you have anxiety, depression, you're addicted to drugs or alcohol yeah. or whatever, there's hope for you still. Like, you can still change your life around. And mm-hmm. so that that's my whole thing. And um, But yeah, that's what I wanted to reach out about for like about you and tell me kind of like yeah. your story and your journey with uh with God and your spirituality because that's something that for a long time I didn't know if I really wanted to talk about God because you know mm. how people are like oh but they struggle yeah. with their beliefs or that's something that you just don't talk about but I think mm-hmm. it would be kind of stupid of me not to talk about it because that's part of my life too so it's yeah. like God is helping me so how can you not talk about him yeah yeah and so but I'm still kind of learning about God and just reading the Bible and just more of God so I think that's like everything like you're always learning as long as you're always willing to learn Mm -hmm. I mean there's always going to be room for growth and that's okay so I pretty much like grew up in church I remember like it was probably when I was six or seven that we started going to church because my mom was invited. And so we're like, okay, well, we're just kind of like tagging along, follow the leader kind of thing. And then we each like started getting into like our own things, like our own ministries and stuff. Like uh, my siblings were involved with like the youth ministry. I was helping out in like kids ministry and my parents were, there was like this youth event that I went to, it was like a concert and um, they called it a party. They were inviting people, like they didn't want it to be like this, we're going to shove Jesus down your throat kind of thing. Like, no, we want to let you know that, like, Christians can have fun, too. We can do it in a, in a fun way, too. Like, we're not boring. Let's invite people. And so um, they did, like, the altar call. Like, um, you know, if you've never seen Jesus, like, do you want to kind of thing? And, like, I raised my hand. And so that was when I first remember, like, receiving Jesus. And then a year or two later, yeah, I got baptized. And so then... That was really, like, what started it off. So I, like, knew about church, was in church, was always serving in church. 
but then up to like I was 12 or 13 when was when like I decided for myself like oh no I'm gonna do this I'm gonna make this choice um and then you know high school came I really did not like care about Jesus at that time I was like forget it we're (laughs) not even and then I was forced to do like a lot of ministry like through my parents so I ended up not liking ministry and I like swore I was never gonna do worship I was never gonna sing never gonna dance in church Mm -hmm. or like serve and I like I remember like I was probably what my sophomore year and I was like forget it I was like I'm never like once I turn 18 I get to make my own decisions I'm not gonna go back to church and then like 18 came and I was like I'm not I'm leaving I left for a little bit like didn't go to a church didn't really care to be at church um because I was always being forced into do things like by my parents and so I was like no this isn't for me blah 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 blah. well I was in a relationship like my senior year from that relationship like it went to COC like I was at COC uh with my boyfriend at the time going to school together or whatever and so we struggled a lot like because he wasn't Christian and I was and he wasn't sure if like who God was if he wanted to know about God and you know he had struggled through his own things in his life and so I was like okay well I'm not gonna force Jesus on you but if you have questions like you can always ask me and so it was almost like at that time that where like I really felt like a tug from God just like hey I called you to something I'm gonna get you back just just you wait and so I remember like throughout that relationship like praying I think a good three times like God if this isn't the relationship like show me this isn't the relationship like give me signs or something like I don't know and so that's when I was like okay maybe I'll go back to church I don't know if I should so that's where I was struggling and so those three times like I actually you know got something of like I shouldn't be in that relationship that wasn't the relationship I was supposed to be in and I just didn't listen and so I remember the third time I was like, fine, like, if this is the relationship, like, God, you'll tell me and you'll make it clear. And sure enough, like that after maybe like a couple weeks after I prayed that, um, my boyfriend actually broke up with me and I didn't really know why I didn't, I didn't really get an explanation. It just kind of ended until so I was like, okay, I didn't think about it at the time. Like when you're in it, you're not really like, that was such a God thing. But then later on, you think back and you're like, oh, no, that was such a God thing. Hold on. And so um, there's definitely like a little bit of struggle right there. So when I was probably, what, 19, because I was in that relationship for like a year. So by the time I was like 19, I was like, okay, maybe I should start going back to church. Like God is really trying to speak to me here. I was like, so maybe I should go back to church. So then I started going to like this young adults group. So yeah, so after that relationship, like I was just, I feel like I hit rock bottom. And I was like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to go. And so I like recommitted my life at that point, but I was still struggling like with who I was, what I wanted to do, like, did I really want to be involved in church? So I I got involved in church, but not as heavily as I am right now. I got involved with, like, our media team, doing lights for our church, and, like, um, doing some directing, helping put on productions. So it wasn't, like, a big deal to me yet. It was just kind of like, yeah, I'm helping out. You know, they need help. I, I guess I'll, I'll help. I have nothing else to do. And so um, decided to help out. And, uh, like, I was struggling still with, like, okay, like, do I want to do this? You know, 
I was going out clubbing, going out with friends, you know, still involved with dancing, um, which, you know, that's always been part of the story. Then I started going into like raves because my friends are going to them and I was like, okay, should I be doing this? Like, should I really be doing this? Do I want to do this? And it was a struggle. Like when I said the struggle was real, man, it was real. Like, do I choose my friends? Like, and every now and then these same friends would see like I'm going to church and they would like put it down like, no, like, I don't know why you're doing that. Um, you're always like out partying with us and blah, blah, blah. So I would feel bad and I would be like, okay, so should I be doing this? I remember going to this rave. Um, I want to go see a Jaws with a, a group of friends. And I was like, all right, like something was just, it just like felt off. Like I was getting ready. I was like, something just feels off. I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, not fully there at the event. And usually I'm like, oh, and I'm like, let's go, you know, having a good time. But this time I was just like, I don't know, like, I just feel off. And I was off the entire night. Like I was trying my best to enjoy the, like the concert and the people and the environment and whatnot. And I just couldn't. I was like, what is going on? In like the middle of one of like the sets, I was like in this huge like crowd, like it got packed. It was like like. 11 12 at night and that place was like packed from front to back it was at the um hollywood palladium and so i was like okay and i'm like looking around me and i'm like what's what is going on like what's wrong with you like am i getting sick is something wrong like am i about to pass out i had no idea what was going on and so then i remember like it was literally like just a whole everything just stopped like it was just slow motion around me and then I remember just like really being talked to in that moment and just being told, I didn't bring you here. Like, I, I don't have this for you. This isn't for you. What I have is better for you. So I need you to get out of this. And so I was like, what? So, and I looked around and I was like, did anybody else hear that? Did anybody else just witness that? And so I was like, okay. So then after that night, I was like, all right, okay. So I'm gonna, I guess I, I'm gonna stop. I don't know what that was. And so then I, I told my mom about it and I, she was like, maybe that was God like trying to tell you something. And so I was like, maybe, I don't know. And I was still like in denial, like, no, that wasn't probably God or something. You know, it just, I just heard it. And so from that moment on, I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to like fully dedicate myself, read the Bible, try and read the Bible, try to go to church more often, like try and get, you know, some people around me to help me out and like I was like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm about to step into so I need people and so that's where I started really going into ministry going into church still struggle with reading the bible but that's okay and the reason I'm at Life Pacific actually was because after COC I was like I want to have a better understanding of the bible of who God is of you know, the Bible itself, because I really felt like at the time I started going into youth ministry and I was like, I can't lead people if I'm not prepared enough myself, if I'm not well equipped myself. So I need to become prepared. And, you know, I had mentors like helping me out and guiding me along the way, but it was still like something's missing. And so I looked into Life Pacific because a couple of my other friends had also already been there. My now fiance was also at Life Pacific at the time. He was like, maybe you should try it. Like, see if you like it. You know, they have your major. Like, why don't you look into it? 
So I looked into it, and so I immediately, like, felt everything just going right. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I'm learning about the Bible. I'm learning about the history of, like, the Bible. I'm learning, like, everything. And I just felt like a sponge. And so, you know, coming out of, you know, that season right now for, like, quarantine and stuff, it's looking back, I'm like, I've literally been through so much to get to where I'm at today. None of it was easy. There was always some sort of struggle, whether, you know, it was my faith, whether it was like, I'm not good enough, whether it was like, I don't know, like, why am I here type of questions. Like, I always had some sort of struggle. And I think it's just something that happens when you go into dedicating your life to Jesus and into going into ministry you will struggle with that like the bible says like you you know this this life isn't meant to be easy you're going to have some lows you're going to have some trouble coming your way but just know like at the end of the day like you have god right behind you right beside you all the time and so that was really like i i've had my struggles that's just like a little snippet like a <laughs> of a short version of my whole story all that to say is like yeah I've struggled but I'm here and I'm still learning I'm still trying and I'm willing to learn and I think that's helped along my way no I, I love that you said that because I think that goes into having that faith like when you're, mm -hmm. you're you dedicated your life like okay Jesus I'm gonna follow you I'm gonna do what you yeah. want me to do but it's like, and you feel at the time that everything is just going to go perfectly. Everything's going to mm -hmm. go smoothly. And then that self-doubt comes in. And then that fear and then the anxiety starts coming in. And then you're yeah. like, well, is this, is this right? You know? And sometimes we're always asking ourselves or even God, like, am I doing the right thing? Is this mm -hmm. right? Then why do yeah. I feel this way? And then it goes back to having faith. Like, there's going to be mm -hmm. those struggles. But in the end, you're going to come out stronger. So, yeah. And I think a lot of it too, like goes back to what you were saying, how your mental health is everything. I didn't learn that till this past year, just because I didn't even know I was dealing with depression and anxiety up until I got to Life Pacific. And it hit me so hard when I got to Life Pacific. And so I have a friend that's going there who's going there before me. And he was like, Sam, he's, he's also like one of my mentors. He's like, Sam, he's like, you need to do a counseling session. And I, at school, I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, they offer like free counseling. It can be Christian if you want it to. You don't have to like, you incorporate as much spirituality as you want to, no matter what your spirituality is, like if you have it or not. And obviously he knew that I was you know, he was also from my home church. And so he was like, you know, if you want it, you can have it. If not, like, that's also understandable. And you can like opt it out. But it's there. It's like welcomed. So I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, and at COC, I remember them having like the free counseling or whatever. And I always wanted to look into it. And I was like, nah, it's not the time. Like, not right now. And I, like, something inside of me just knew, like, don't do it right now. Like, right now is not the time. And so I was like, okay. So then I went to Life Pacific. And I think just being away from home really helped push me to that, like, to getting therapy. Because, you know, in Hispanic homes, it's not always looked at like in a right way in a, in a good light you know it's kind of seen like you're crazy something's wrong with you or people that are like about to kill themselves only go to therapy which isn't the case and so being out of my house and like dorming over there and stuff 
I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll try like therapy. And so I like signed up and they're like, yeah, we have a wait list going. So you may or may not get in. And so like the first week they actually called me back and they're like, hey, we have a slot for you if you wanted to come in. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's try it. (laughs) And so um, I went in and I remember my therapist, she was like, so what do you want to work on? Like while you're here? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I know I need it. I just don't know what we're going to work on. And she's like, okay. She's like, that's okay. And so we started going down like my family history and stuff. And, you know, a lot of the things that I was saying, she was like picking up on and she was like, you've been through a lot. I was like, sure, I guess I I don't see it that way, but sure. And she's like, you don't see it that way because you've made it your norm. She's like, but um, she's like, your mental health is okay, but it's not at its best. And I was like, after one session, like, you're going to tell me that? (laughs) And she's like, yeah. Um, So then I started going more. And the more I kept going, the more I was away from home, this is like my first time away from home, the more I was like, bursting into tears out of nowhere. And like, I remember one time I was over there. And I got so anxious, like, I think it was a panic attack that hit me. And it was in the middle of Target, like, nothing was wrong nothing was going on but I I was like oh my gosh my chest feels tight I fell to the floor I was like what is going on I start crying I'm like I'm a mess people at Target are looking at me I was like oh my gosh my fiance was there and he's like Sam what's wrong I was like I don't know like I, I don't know what's going on just let me cry so he was there calming me down but that was like the moment that I realized like no, you're dealing with depression and anxiety. And then my my therapist confirmed it and just like, it's okay. It's okay to be Christian and be dealing with these things. Like you're human. You're meant to struggle with these things too. Like it can happen to anybody at any time. And so that's really when I really started learning to take care of myself and my mental health and realizing like therapy is okay therapy is actually more than okay I think everybody needs therapy like I don't care what you've been through you know how great your life has been you probably need some form of therapy big or small you're it'll help you either way so it that was the moment that I really started to learning to like take care of myself and how important my mental health was because I didn't know any better before um but yeah, that is so crazy because you're right. Coming from a Latino culture, like, yeah, you, I mentioned therapy and it's like, no, like that's for crazy people. <laughs> but it's like, no, I think I need it. And yeah. of course I was right because same thing. I was at work and then I felt like I was going to die and I had no idea. It was a panic attack. Like I really thought I'm dying right now. And I end up in the hospital for a $8,000 bill later to tell me like, oh, you're fine you're probably just stressed and so like no this isn't okay and so finally I go to therapy and yeah it's anxiety and so now it's like I'm on a mission to like fix this and make it okay we all can relate to each other because we like suffer in silence because we're afraid that you know judgment or maybe I'm crazy (laughs) we go through this and if you don't get help it's like it's gonna lead to even worse things like panic attacks and you you think you're dying and you're not yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah. And so what about right now? How's everything going with church right now? Oh, church is amazing right now. Right now I'm actually, this is the second time I do an internship with my my home church. Um, My first internship was two years ago um, and I was under the next gen, uh, what we call the next gen uh, ministry. 
Um, and that's pretty much just like going into like youth ministry and working with kids ministry and seeing what that's like, like behind the scenes, like the actual ministry side behind it all. And so that was really fun um, because I was already involved with youth ministry. And then now this year uh, around, I actually got asked to do it through my worship ministry. Um, my worship pastor was like, this is probably like November. He was like, hey, he's like, I think you'd be a great candidate for like the internship that we're going to do this summer again. I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, if you're up for it. And this was like pre-COVID. So we we're like having all these big plans and stuff. And so then... Um, come COVID and he's like we still want to do the internship like that was the first thing I thought of I was like what about my internship and so he's like no like we're still gonna be able to do it like we're gonna obviously modify it and stuff he's like but you're still gonna grow and you're still gonna learn and you'll get what you need out of it I was like okay so I'm doing an internship there and then I recently just got hired onto staff to be like a communications assistant at the church as well. So doing like a lot of graphic design, um, a lot of like video promotions, all this kind of stuff, which is really fun because I've always known how to do that. Like I run the social media account for my youth group at the church. And so I've been running that for a while. So just actually being able to learn from somebody and be able to use my creativity, it doesn't feel like work. Like, people are like, how's work? I'm like, it doesn't feel like work. And I think that's the best part. That's what people, like, the ultimate goal is to have a job that doesn't feel like you're working. Mm -hmm. So it, it's been good, you know. I'm there almost, like, every other day, I want to say. But it's so much fun. Um, there's obviously a lot of trouble that comes with that just because you get so tired that you forget how to rest. And so in this season right now, specifically like with an internship and a, like a part-time job with the church, just learning how to rest and learning how to, again, take care of myself. But in this season, in this work season, mm -hmm. um, since we don't have school or anything right now. So yeah, it's been, it's been really good though. It's been really fun. It's been a learning uh, time. It's good, I'm glad. So it's been a while. It's been a couple yeah. of years since I've kind of catch up with you. And so what about dancing? Are you still dancing? No. So I stopped dancing probably like the year after we were in that dance class, the commercial dance class, probably like a year after, just because I needed to work more. And I was like, oh, well, I'm commuting from Palmdale to COC. That's a 45 minute commute, an hour sometimes. I have to be at school like three or four times a week and I need to work. I was like, I need to make this gas money. <laughs> I need to survive. <laughs> so I started working more. Um, so I pulled back from dance and um, I tried going back into it. And then the moment I realized I couldn't, I was like, well, then this might be it. Um, so I messed up my back just from years of dancing. I have like a, a muscle spasm on my lower back. And so I'm going to physical therapy for it now. And so they're just trying to figure out like what's going on, you know, and it's just years of dancing that's probably hurt my back. Your back ages like twice as much when you're a dancer, when you're an athlete mm -hmm. um, for that long than somebody who doesn't. And so um, I haven't danced. I'm like hoping after this whole physical therapy and, you know, things go a little bit back to normal. The doctors are like, maybe you'll go back to dance. Who knows? So that's the hope right now. Yeah, no, that's good. Anything else that you'd like to share? Not really. Um, you asked me like what my favorite part of like ministry and churches. Yeah. And uh, I think probably one of my favorite things is just 
the learning process and seeing how God works in every season of your life, whether it's a bad season or a good season or like a whatever, we don't know where we're going. You know, there's always, you know, God is always in there. God is always working in there. Um, you just got to keep your eyes on him. I think that's one thing that people are forgetting nowadays that they're looking to like all these leaders and all these, like whether they're church leaders or political leaders. And it's just it's like, well, God, remember God's telling you, like people are going to fail you. People are human. We're going to make mistakes. And the point is to like, keep your eyes on God and be rooted in the word of God so that you know how to listen to his voice when all this chaos is going on, you know? But um, yeah, and then just learning how to be okay with being a Christian, being a Christian leader, and still struggling with mental health. That's okay. Just because I feel like a lot of uh, people look down upon it like you shouldn't struggle. or It's almost like this facade we have to build as church leaders or as like Christian leaders. Um, you know, people are watching you, whether you like it or not. But it's okay to be struggling in that too. As long as you don't stay there and you get help, you're going to be okay. It is, you're human and that's that's okay, you know? Mm -hmm. I like that you said that because in my last little interview, my friend was saying like, we're never going to have it figured out. Like even when you're 40, even when you're 50, yeah. even when you're 60, it's like, you're always going to be changing. You're always going to be growing. It's like you're always yep. going to need help and other people. And yeah, mm -hmm. you're speaking to me too. So <laughs> good. Yeah. As long as it helps somebody. But yeah, thank you so much, Sam. It was really nice talking to you and catching up yeah, with no you. Yeah, no problem. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I think one of my favorite things that she said is that if you're a Christian, it's okay if you struggle with your mental health. And I love that because I don't think, I'm not talking to just Christians. I'm talking to anyone. I know that there's so much stigma and fear and shame when it comes to mental health. If you struggle with anxiety, if you struggle with depression or even addiction and you feel like you can't tell anyone that you're alone, nobody's going to understand. And not only that, but you're ashamed of it. You feel like it's your fault and you don't know what to do and you can't overcome it or you can't get out of it and you feel that you're alone and no one's going to understand and they're going to shame you for it or they're going to criticize you for it or they're not going to like you it's okay if you struggle with your mental health it's just not okay to be there to stay stuck because i honestly believe if you're not okay up here in your your mental health it affects every area it affects how you show up in the world how you show up at your work with your relationships with your friends with your family it affects everything and you'd be surprised that a lot of us have mental health issues and i know i used to be a person that would not say anything and i would just struggle on my own because i thought i was awkward i thought it was weird and even the people that i did tell that i had anxiety did not understand it and said to me that it was an excuse of why I wasn't accomplishing or living the life I wanted. It was because I was I had anxiety and they just saw it as, oh, that's just your excuse. But it sucks. It really sucks just having people not understand you. And not everyone will, but there are people that are going to. And you need to seek those people that are going to help you and understand you and get you out of that place. 
So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoyed that episode with Sam. Please go follow the Here's Hope podcast on Instagram for more mental health, anxiety, mindset content. I love and appreciate you all and I will see you next time.